I forget how to podcast. <laughs> ich bin ein Podcaster. <laughs> Is this some sort of microphone recording device? Yep. Well, we've got the beer, so we're at step one. Full on onto the Tecate now? Uh, no, I I got several different uh, beers today. Tecate was just what I started with. Gotcha. Feeling light, feeling lagery, but uh, not the usual, just Ontario crafts. I've been drinking that with like a big, thick salt rim on it recently. Oh, yeah. Oh, my El God. El Camino style? Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Lime shoved in the can with a big, fat, like... Hell, yeah. Double lip wide salt rim. <laughs> yes, yeah. all the way around. 100%. So that when you're done drinking from there, you're starting to lick around the backside of the can. <laughs> yeah. Just look like cattle. Just on awkwardly a staring at the next table with yeah. your can. <laughs> Salty can. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. It's been forever. Mm-hmm. Country, country music. I broke my computer for a second. This, the second we cheers, my computer shut off. Yeah, it's powerful. <laughs> it knows. It's like, oh, you're drinking? You're not allowed <laughs> to use this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, better get used to it because we're going to do this more consistently now. We keep saying that. Pandemic fucked everything up, all our jobs and working too much and everything. But but dagnabbit, we mean it this time. We're going to do it for real this time. <laughs> So before we get into it, um, I have something for you that I, I think you probably full-on forgot about because it was probably six months ago now um, that we went to Austin. Was it six months ago? It was When did we go? April? End of April. So May, June, July, August, five months ago. Anyways, these two things that you may have forgotten about, one you might not even know about. My George Strait shirt. <laughs> You've probably Thank you. been jealous seeing all the rest of us wear our George Strait t-shirts. <laughs> I did. I fully forgot that I had that and left that with you from the concert um, because I think I thought I had it because it was the vinyl ranch version that I have at home. The, oh, straight, the straight out of Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot that I had the actual real one. <laughs> did Amelia make it back with hers at least? Yeah, yeah. She okay. Did. She's worn it a few times. because yeah, we both have one too. So <laughs> We all bought the same one. That's awesome. We were unoriginal. <laughs> and then this one thing that I think I might have mentioned to you, but you may have forgot oh, about it. Oh, yeah. You, you did. You did mention this, and I totally forgot about it. Uh, the Golden Roses poster from the uh, from the White Horse. Live, in person. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was awesome. We're going to have to talk about them today, too. Those guys were bonkers. That was such a fun night. That was a real fun show. It was just a real fun trip. Maybe that that should be our our, our first cut. This this like seems before super, we get into it, just sort of. Well, that seems super late to talk about it, um, but you I know guess we haven't done a podcast we since we've gone, right? No, we haven't, and maybe we should just talk this whole podcast about that trip. It was, I don't know, the my best my my best trip ever. Yeah, well, we've got to make that sponsorship money from the Austin Austin Tourism Board. <laughs> that's right the atb if that's a thing <laughs> uh hit us up uh yeah so 
We we had the extreme privilege of going to see George Strait with Willie Nelson in Austin, and uh, I would I'd say it's probably the greatest concert I've ever been to in my life. I wouldn't say it was my greatest musical experience because that would have been just a couple weeks before <laughs> at George Strait in Houston hey, at the Houston radio cheated man I know but like I had it, it was a hell of a, a a hell of a situation yeah you can't pass that up yeah so we had the way this all came about was last fall when this concert was going to the one in Austin with uh, Willie Nelson when it was gonna be put on like when the tickets got released we were like holy shit is this for real because as far as we understood George Strait and Willie Nelson had never played together before in ever, like on the same stage uh, or co-headlined or been on the same bill, which was, I still don't believe it, but I've Googled it and apparently it's a thing. They've never played together and they're like the not only two gods of country music, but like of Texas. It just seems so insane that that wouldn't have happened. I, I, I don't know how it didn't. And so even like the collaboration thing, like the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the sing one with Willie, yeah. like from George's last record. Um, so I, I guess it wasn't only, I didn't get to sing one with Willie. It was, I didn't get to sing on stage with Willie. And so when we saw those tickets come for sale, uh, went immediately like to be on Ticketmaster for when it opened. And that morning I was trying to get tickets and everything was gone. Like anybody who's ever done Ticketmaster on like the pre-release or the release of the release date where you're just scrambling to try click on whatever you can and then it's gone, it's gone, it's sold out, it's gone. And so it was super pissed because I didn't get anything that day, but then it pretty much immediately started to do the resale and they were more expensive, but they were still kind of reasonable considering what the concert was. So we just ended up getting four tickets for the four of us, my wife and your girlfriend included. And so we, uh, we were planning on going to Austin for that. And then later on whole different happenstance is a buddy of mine is in the, uh, booze business in the, in the States and was going to be at the Houston rodeo doing some work. And he, got a hookup for extra tickets. And so long story short, got extra two tickets to George Strait um, that we didn't have to pay for. My buddy hooked this up. And so not for everyone, mind you, just, just not for everyone. Yeah. Well, and, and so my brother and I went because uh, if my brother couldn't have went, you would have been like number two or three on the list if Amelia didn't want to go. Uh, That's, but, fair. That's fair. I accept that. But my, my brother, my brother's a huge country fan as well. And like, we grew up together loving George Strait and he'd never seen him either. And, uh, this was uh, kind of a big deal. It was a Houston rodeo. And so, uh, my brother and I flew Detroit down to, uh, to Houston and spent the weekend there. Went to see Brad Paisley the night before and watched the finals of the rodeo. It was all very awesome. And we, we didn't know where we were going to sit. Like we didn't know the tickets. Like my buddy was kind enough to hook us up with this, but you never say like, Oh, how good are our seats? Or like, where, where are we sitting? They better be front row motherfucker. <laughs> well, and so like the day before when we were up at uh, Brad Paisley, we're more up in the nosebleeds at the back cause we're just kind of going to see the show. Um, and I think it was my brother that asked like, Oh, so like, where are we sitting tomorrow? Approximately is, 
buddy Gil was like, oh, down there and pointed like on the opposite side of where we are, but kind of lower. And we're like, oh shit. Like we're down in the next section closer. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're somewhere around there. So the next day we had to go, when we get there, we had to go through different gates that were like the floor gates. And we didn't realize that we thought it was just going to be in the first section, but then we had to get wristbands because only the people on the floor had wristbands. And we're like, what's going on here? Like we didn't really put it together until we're looking at our seat number. We're going down. We were in, I don't remember what it was like seventh, no third row other than the very front floor section. So still on the floor, but on like the wood slight risers and was like, what? It was, it was crazy. So like silly question. And we haven't even talked about this, but it was at a rodeo, but was it like the rodeo was done for the day and then the concert happened or was it like intermingled into the whole thing? Yeah, no. Uh, so George was the last day and the only thing happening on Sunday was only the concert. Uh, so it was all set up on the, on the like arena floor, uh, to be the concert, the way you've seen how he does, like where it's, uh, like a center stage that spins and, uh, and which is so awesome. Yeah. It's really awesome. It doesn't matter where you are. You're not looking at anybody's back at any given time. Well, great seats all the time. Well, while it's spinning, but but yeah, yeah, you're going to get a better, a front row facing seat at some point while it's spinning. Yeah. And, um, previous nights it's fully like a rodeo and it's all still the dirt floor the bull riding the chuck wagon racing everything so did you see any of that yeah 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 we we went the previous night so we saw the finals of the rodeo and then brad paisley was after the finals of the rodeo so there was no floor seats at brad paisley um everyone was only in the stands because it was all still dirt dirt floor all around uh, with like that giant kind of star shaped thing that unfolds stage that unfolds. And like they did it from there. Uh, but the next day they cleaned out all the dirt and then the floors were cement, like the arena floors and, uh, had all the chairs out and everything. So the, the George closed it out. He was the only thing of the day. And so when we we're kind of walking down there, realized it and was like, Oh my God, this was like, and then when, came out and started to play and it's just like please make welcome mca recording artist george Strait. it's like you can tell like the lead up to it is the exact same thing that's been happening for 40 years like, but you've seen him before this right no no oh, so that was your first time and the second time was in austin with us yeah I've, my I, favorite I, artist ever and i've never seen him live and then i saw him twice in texas within the span of a month it, it was yeah I, houston I, I, rodeo that's and then wild. with Willie Nelson That's after wild. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't I I've just been singing the praises of that concert to everybody since since we went. But for me going in, like I mean, I think we've talked about it obviously on this podcast from our first episode on. It's like I've never been a super fan. I think he's great, but I was just never a huge straight fan. And for a concert to turn you into like a super fan is you know uh, that's a good concert. So you call yourself a super fan now? Yeah, I would oh, say right so. Like I, I listen to him on the regular, like way more than I ever did before. The, the times I would listen to Straight Before was if I was with you or if I was listening to a song that you told me to listen to mm. for the podcast or something to that effect. And, now and just again, it was never it that I disliked anything he did. I just, I think honestly, it was a daunting artist to like, you know, because get involved so with. Deep? Yeah, yeah, it is. When There's like, how many albums does he have? 
Oh man, I I'm not don't putting it on the spot, but like, yeah. you know, pre-pandemic, I would have known this. <laughs> My brain is mush now. I don't know. I, you know what? I'll go. I'll put on a limb and say that anyone with over ten albums—that's a daunting. Like, oh yeah, he's got twenty or thirty. Yeah, like it's, it's so to lot. try and dive into that catalog, it, it's tough. But um, after seeing him live like that, and then you—it's one of those concerts where you for not you don't forget, but you didn't realize how many uh, hits or how many songs you knew of that artist that you didn't realize were even him. Like there were songs I was hearing and I was like, Oh my God, this is straight. Yeah, this is like, you didn't realize it. Like, yeah. So that, that to me was such a cool part of it. And even the ones I didn't know, just all my exes live in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) I never heard that one before, but even this is George Strait. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, even just seeing everybody sing along to some of the songs. I thought that was Drake. (laughs) (laughs) He's got that line. (laughs) But yeah, even hearing some of the songs, just people singing along, it's like it gets you involved, right? It gets you, and that's that concert was so accessible to everybody there, mm-hmm. and just to see the raw emotion in the crowd and like how happy everybody was, and it was, I don't know, that was an experience, man. Like, yeah, it's not a concert; it was an experience, hundred percent. Yeah, I've and and that's, I think maybe the reason I a little more connected on the first one was because we were so close and it was so massive. Like they, there was 79, was it 79,000, almost 500 people, like 453 or so, like 79,450 compared to the chump change, 50,000 at the one we went to. I don't even think it was 50. I thought it was because isn't that capacity on that place? Oh, I thought it was something like 20 or 30. I could be very wrong. Yeah, it was much smaller. I forget what it was, but it was much, much smaller. Um, What was that place called? uh, It was brand new. It was called the the Moody Center in Austin at the University of Texas. I don't know why I'm looking this up. Moody with a Y, I think. Yeah, look it up. What's the capacity? Because it was at capacity. I think it was more than capacity because they did the floor. Oh, God, I was so wrong. What is it? 15 15 yeah it was like it was a fraction of it so when we were at in in houston i didn't say 50 i said 15 (laughs) (laughs) uh when we were in houston like i like it was there wasn't anything crazy happening but i was getting emotional like it was just like trying not to tear up seeing this like whole huge like a city's worth of people like cheering and singing along and everything when he's coming out and like so close it was just like it was the best musical experience of my life and also then, like rodeo vibes too you know what i mean like that's something like yeah it's it's, it's very on like the, the whole thing was again it's an experience right you weren't just and you know you were there with your brother you were there for exactly Brad paisley the night before and, and we were so surprised to have like floor seats we had no yeah. idea we were totally not expecting that and to like get that and then this and also ashley mcbride really set the stage really well um she she had some nice little chats in between and she was like to all the people who like never thought i'd get here and then she's singing that uh what's the song uh, uh Oh man, on the spot, not getting here. Uh, the uh, we'll circle back to it. Yeah, yeah, no. Wow, hold on, I gotta get it. Well, we know how good she is too, because we saw her at um, in uh, Nashville, right? Uh, oh yeah, that's right, we did at on my bachelor party, um, at the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, no, she's yeah, she's a girl going nowhere. I knew it was girl something, girl, girl going nowhere. Uh, it's just about all the people that told her she wouldn't make it. And then 
she's yeah, to there. be in front of fifty thousand people or whatever seventy nine thousand people. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost eighty thousand people opening for George Strait. It's like, yeah, I'm going nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> th- th- thanks, friends. <laughs> yeah, back home. Yeah, in your face. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, she just did such a great job. And then for George Strait to come out after it was it was crazy. Um, but then like that was the impact of that for me. But then on a much smaller scale, but on a way more epic scale was in Austin with Willie Nelson. Like it was just, I missed the first bit of it because I was getting beers and trying to get merch. And I thought it was still, um, wasn't Wade Bowen, uh, who was opening. Um, God, that's bad. I completely forget. You know, like the pandemic has just fully ruined my brain. I don't know if it's just me getting old or I just... What's his name? Randy Rogers. Yeah, there you go. That's why I thought Wade Bowen because they did that killer record together. Um, man, this is embarrassing. I can't remember anything anymore. Hey, hey we're we're shaking off the shaking off the rust. Yeah, <laughs> shaking off the rust. I'm gonna shake off the rust with another beer. <laughs> Can I have one of those? I should have got another one before we started. Um, but Stockyards Brewing. All right, all right. Not from the stockyards of Fort Worth. <laughs> Where is this from? It's Ontario somewhere doesn't say kitchener ontario never mind but um yeah that was uh that was hectic getting in there because we thought we had enough time and then there was this wild like the amount of construction going on around that moody center oh my god where we just circled and circled and circled and finally just got out and then and walked like yeah half the way and then the giant lineup and then this line up after this after this after this and the beer situation and i'm like and it was so much fun prepping for that like our like my wife and your girlfriend like just everyone was looking so good <laughs> it was like it was peak peak everything yeah 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 that was a bit tough too uh because we we play i thought we gave ourselves enough time and then didn't anticipate but i think everybody well, we did give ourselves that. enough time but yeah. not compensating for complete road closures that we didn't know about yeah. on all the construction happening there and traffic rerouting but at any rate it was still uh it was still a pretty insane concert willie still got it man he still oh, got it yeah big time well i shouldn't say big time because i i, I feel like one of the really endearing and emotional parts of this show is like watching him like <laughs> Like yeah. that kind of like struggling to breathe in between and like the slightly off uh, rhythm strumming and everything, but it still worked. It still worked really well, but you can, you can tell that the years are weighing on him, but he's still so committed and killing it. Like it was just this like encapsulating like series of moments where, especially when it came to focus on him whether it's like a bit of a solo or a riff that he's strumming out or something like it's a little off kilter but he's still doing it and just like like a boss like as I, if honestly though i can like for i don't know probably pushing four or five times i guess i've seen willie that spanning over i'd say the last maybe 10 years maybe longer He's always, like, been a little off-kilter, you know? And there's always that raw... Oh, yeah? Like, just that raw edge to it, where it's... Like, a Willie show is... It's never, like, insanely polished. Like, you're looking at the musicians, and you're thinking, holy shit, all of these guys are amazing. 
but it's not it's never been like listening to an album there's always a very obvious live aspect to it not in a bad way in a really cool raw kind of only willie could do it kind of yeah. way and that I, I i've always found that with willie even on some of his albums that like strumming and picking pattern is like a little bit like yeah, i could the never replicate a little that. off yeah. yeah yeah so no fair enough and yeah uh, yeah, you're right. You hear that on some... I've never seen them live before, but you hear that on some live albums or like on YouTube. I think maybe it was like the breathing in between. Yeah. Like certain phrases, like having a bit more of a strained breath and everything. And But the extra special part about that was it was his 89th birthday. Yeah. So the, like George Strait led like a happy birthday Dear Willie song for the whole, what did you say, 15,000? Yeah. 15,000 people singing Happy Birthday, Dear Willie. And he's wearing like a, what was it, Free Ukraine t-shirt yeah. and just like full out like. Yeah, like how many people were in tears for that? You know, oh or when they did their song together, like it was just, it was like, an emotional night. for. Oh, me. totally. They did Poncho and Lefty and what else? Um, I have videos of it on my phone. I should have looked at it before. So the thing about these chats, we do so little prep for this. <laughs> and then when we start talking about it, it's like, what's that thing? Well, at the end of the day, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's just, you know, it's saying that it's, you know, that pure just emotional vibe of them yeah. getting together on stage and seeing that, it, you know, how it, it was obviously very emotional for them too. Like, Think about you being George and having pretty much never played with him. Well, not pretty much actually never played with him having just recorded with him prior to pandemic and then now being on the stage with one of your idols when on his 89th birthday yeah singing him happy birthday and then singing a song with him like th when they did poncho and lefty together that was just like yeah lights out there were so many lights out moments. What was this? Was it Poncho and Lefty where I like you just heard me in the background of one of your videos? Like this is the coolest moment of my life. Oh or yeah, something yeah. Like that. I have that. Yeah, <laughs> I have that. What, what, I'm gonna post that on the Instagram account. You just hear in the background something, or like I'll never see something cooler than this in my life, or yeah, something, like, something that. Was, like that. Something along those lines. We'll see what it actually is when we post it. But yeah, yeah. Jaws on the floor. That was that was unbelievable. That whole experience. Yeah. And the whole Austin experience too. I mean, yeah, we, what a city. I'm just sad for you that you guys did not come to the broken spoke with us that afternoon. Uh, had a really good time. Well, that um, was before we got there, right? No, no. This was one afternoon. I think, I don't know. Were you guys like napping or going to swim or doing something different? No, I think that was, I think you guys got there slightly earlier no, than no. us. No, it was the day that we were showing up. No, no, we were doing something else. And this was later. And because you were going to come, but then you didn't. I think, like, did you go shopping or eat something or? I don't know. I don't remember. A brewery, a brewery, a brew pub or something. I, I don't know. I don't remember. But uh, hold on. Um, what was this guy's name? Uh I know what his Instagram handle is, but I hate calling people by their Instagram handles only. <laughs> so give me two seconds here while I find it. But when we walked into the Broken Spoke, this dude was playing and uh, it was just by himself uh, on the, 
it doesn't even have his name on it. Picking the Devil's Eye is his Instagram name. Come on, bud. Picking the Devil's Eye. Put your fucking name on your Instagram account. <laughs> yeah, people will figure it out. Uh, th- this dude was great. He just had his guitar there. He also, on his mic stand, had a fiddle. So on some songs, he would just put his guitar down and just have a fiddle. But Amelia and I were sitting in the uh, like a side booth there, just like listening to him go and it was so good engaging with the crowd like great voice it was all cover tunes of awesome classic country but in the broken spoke in the kind of side back room it's like a museum like a george Strait and everybody texas that came through their museum of i don't know hats and old memorabilia and everything it was really really cool spot um later that night someone was going to be playing in the back in the whole big dance hall but that's when we left what were we going to i'm forgetting what day it was because then we met up with you and we were like yeah you should have came and you guys were doing something else i don't know we were only there for like three days i think no yeah, and it was one of those days, and we met up with you, and we were doing something after. Welcome to the terrible reminiscing podcast. Back to my we can't remember mind is mush. <laughs> Anyways, enough of that. Yeah, but, let's uh, move on. Whatever this guy's name was, I'm sorry, bud, uh, if you ever hear this, that I forgot your name, but our brains are mush. <laughs> but I remembered your Instagram handle, and your name is not on it, so <laughs> your fault, I guess. Way to go, Charlie Devil Eye Picking Man. <laughs> um, but someone else's name that we don't forget uh, was the Golden Roses. What a fucking honky tonk band. Yeah. These and guys, like, we talked about them years ago, like before the pandemic when we were rolling you're right, deeper we, we with this. Definitely did. And they've been on playlists, they've been on. Yeah, you know, just chats we've had about probably underground or maybe Texas country. Yeah, Texas country, a little more underground. Like they're not mainstream by any means. Uh, I I wish they were because I love that style of country, like just full out honky tonk. But um, we we would DM with them a little bit back in the day, like when we were still podcasting. So we kind of had a connection just from a few DMs way back in like 2019 or whatever. And so <laughs> I think it was you. That when we had booked, when we were staying, we were going for the straight concert. Uh, it was the night after because we went to the Friday night. Mm. There was two. They were doing two nights back yeah. to back: Friday night, Saturday night. Both Willie and uh, George. And so we went to the Friday night. So we had. That's what. That's what it was. You did something before the White Horse, and we went from the Broken Spoke to the to. Oh, we had a wine party. Right, 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 and then to the. That's what it was. You guys went to a cidery or a brewery or something. And we went first in like five o'clock in the afternoon to the white horse. Sorry, to the broken spoke. Did the whole thing there. Then we had a wine party because uh, we're oh, importing. Some sort of fancy party, huh? Well, <laughs> we, it wasn't fancy. And we, we went as if we were dressed for the broken spoke. Ooh la la, so, garage. <laughs> what do you... What do you call it? Car hold. Car hold. <laughs> um, 
No, like I, part of the reason we're there as well too, it's like I, I'm in the wine business. So we started importing some really cool natural wine from Texas. That is awesome. We can talk that about that on the wine, wine podcast. Um, but we, we had met these, um, really cool folks that uh, live in Austin that um, have a company called U.S. Natural Wine, and they just import natural wine into Texas and distribute it there. Um, And so they they happened to be having this party this this same night, that Saturday night. So Amelia and I were like, oh, hell yeah, we'll come. And that was what we did in between the Broken Spoke and the White Horse. So we were the only people that looked like we were going to a country show or a rodeo at this natural wine party, <laughs> but you know, it was filled with hipsters. So it's kind of like mm, normal yeah. story yeah. checks out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice hat, nice boots. <laughs> uh, and then after that is when we went to the, the, uh, the white horse and it, it was you who had alerted us to that that was happening. I think you found it on, online that yeah i did a pretty tertiary glance like a couple of weeks before just live music austin just to like see you know night by night when we had some free time who was playing and then i saw that i was like oh shit like this is awesome because we, you know we both like them we've been talking about these guys forever and uh and yeah just for them to i don't know it it sounds silly but for them to like shout us out, shout us out on stage like that oh, was yeah. pretty cool, man. Like, yeah, because like I, I DM'd him. Uh, so John Mutchler, he is the uh, the lead singer, and yeah, you can find a nicer leader. guy. Oh, like, couldn't find a nicer oh guy. God. What a dude. Uh, more to say about that because he's also in the wine business. Like hmm. his his day job is in the wine business. So like we didn't have a lot of time to hang out after, but we geeked out a little bit like that because I'm I'm not in the music business, but I play pedal steel in a honky tonk band for fun. And he has a really legit honky tonk band that they play at the coolest honky tonks yeah, across Texas. A, a pretty cool connection, totally. Like and for both of you to do that, like yeah, we're having beers afterwards, just shooting the shit, and uh, it's like, oh, what do you do? What do you do? Kind of thing, like on the day job when we're not at honky tonks. And uh, oh, I think I was telling him because like we were in town because of importing wine and whatnot, uh, chatting with. Uh, the Austin Winery, which is in Austin, really super cool guys and like some of the best natural wine in the U.S. Uh, really starting to put Texas on the map for natural wine and same with Alta Marfa. We were out in Marfa briefly as well, too. So like two plugs for two really cool wines if uh, you're listening in Texas or anywhere that has them, <laughs> Alta Marfa and the Austin Winery. But when we started chatting about that, John was like, oh, shit. You're in the wine business. I'm in the wine business too. And what does he do in the wine business? Like, what's his? He's like the manager of uh, the, I, the wine store at I think it was Trader Joe's or somewhere. And huh. like, they have like pretty big wine business yeah. out of those stores in the U.S. And so we didn't have a lot of time to like really get into it and geek out about it. But uh, I remember that about that conversation. That's wild, eh, man. Like when stuff like that happens, it, you know, it's uh, like serendipitous or whatever. It's like you you gravitate towards people for a reason and. And you know that's that's one of those things. Hundred uh, percent. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was it was it was a really great show. And like because I DM'd him, was like, hey, uh, we just found out you're playing. Uh, we're 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 gonna come by the show. And uh, when when we got there, just said a quick little hi. And 
I, I forget what they said, but like, oh, this, oh, that's right. It was because we told him that we were going, that we had just been to George Strait yeah. uh, the night before. And he was asking about the concert briefly and we told him it was great, blah, blah, blah. And then so they kicked off the show at the start by saying like, hey, welcome everybody to the White Horse. Uh, and this one goes out to our friends from Canada, Andrew and Sean, and they did a cover of The Fireman by George Strait. And it was just like, yeah. fuck yeah, like right on. Yeah, those guys, uh, they, they really lit it up. The other thing that I, uh, I'm going to need to reach out to him at some point about, I'm trying to scroll and find the file here. Um, <laughs> just rolling through my photo roll while you're looking Everything. it was a, a funny story coming into that bar for us because we got there myself and my girlfriend before uh, andrew and amelia and uh subsequently none of our cards would work and it was cash only so i'm using like i tried three different bank cards including my american bank card and like nothing worked in that bank machine i'm standing there and there's this couple behind us they must have been i don't know 21 22 years old and the guys like not impatient at all just kind of sitting there then kind of we start chatting a little bit. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, man. We're from Canada. This is just is not working for me. And uh, fully, the guy fully paid her cover. And uh, and then for drinks, well, I guess they took my card. They took my credit card at the bar for drinks. Yeah. So I told them, I'm like, you know, because cover, I don't know what it was. He paid for mine and paid for Becca's. And he was just like, no problem, no problem, no problem. Like everybody says Canadians are so nice. This was like, you know, pure Southern hospitality. Yeah. And then I said to them both, you know, I'll cover your drinks for the rest of the night. Like, thank you so much. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. We get to the bar and I'm like, what do you guys want to drink? And the girl's like, oh, I don't drink. And he's like, uh, I don't know. I'll have a beer. And like, then I never saw them again. Like the whole night, I think I bought them one drink and I was like, put it on my tab. Like whenever you're at the bar, just put it on my tab and look at my tab after. I mean, it was exorbitant because it was me, but there was no extra drinks on there. So I was like, these people paid our tab or paid our uh, way in our cover and then didn't even take us up on the drinks. I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, man, I drank so many. I'm just looking at these pictures now. Like also Adrian, uh, one of the assistant winemakers at the Austin winery, she came out with us that night too. I'm just seeing these pictures of my wife and her with like a table full of Lone Star lights with <laughs> limes yeah. and everything. I love Lone Star light. Like it's, it's gotta be one of my favorite like light beers. I wish we had that up here. We, uh, we only get regular Lone Star, right? We get regular Lone Star up here, which is good, but Lone Star Light, that's really where it's I at. I imagine it'll mosey its way on up here at some point. So the thing that I was looking for, and it's one of these two, so I'm going to maybe have two little sound clips here. But uh, John, if you're listening, um, I'm going to be reaching out for all the words to your little ditty that they remember when they were sound checking yeah, yeah, yeah. the like their little whalen jennings kind of yeah. spin on it, it's let's see if it's this one Stealing that for next sound check. Right? 
Checking the mic. Yeah. <laughs> the only so, way I know how. So good. Yeah. And I was like halfway through a beer and like putting it down. Like kind of when I realized what he was saying. Yeah. Like it just, you know, the rhythm, like, you know, the melody. And it's yeah, like, it's, oh, it's, it's a violence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, then you're like, oh, this is great. But then you realize what he's saying is like, this is brilliant. I'm like putting my beer down looking for my phone and then just like catching it at the end i love a good good. mic check song oh it was so good (laughs) right on well done golden roses last thing i'll say about that bar because i feel like we're maybe getting into boring territory here and we should probably move on to some regular subject matter but um when we went in there the next day because you guys i don't remember what you forgot i think i don't know a koozie or a mug or something and we went back in the next morning because you guys took off to find it but um we couldn't find it neither here nor there but the bartender, we just got to chatting and having a beer. It was probably 2 o'clock. Oh, this is afternoon. how he got the poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, so I found that poster and he gave it to us. But he was wearing um, a, a T-shirt for this bar called La Perla in uh, in the area. It was like probably two blocks away, if that. And he was going on and on and on and on about this bar. And so we went over to check it out. And it this bar was hilarious. It was probably, I don't know, we're in a very small room right now. But it was there was one room with a pool table in it and the other room was just the bar. Yeah. And it was, we were definitely the only people under 60 in there and it was two o'clock in the afternoon. Right on. Everybody was just drinking, playing pool. And they had this, I don't remember what the drink was, but it was like a beer. And then they'd pour on before they opened the beer, they filled the rim of the, of the can with uh, lemon juice. And I think Tabasco, Hmm. And then you just like you crack it so it all mixes together while you're drinking it. I oh. did it with minus the Tabasco because I'm a pansy when it comes to spice. But hmm. um, it was such a fun bar, and it felt like we were in Mexico. Like it didn't. You didn't feel like. Well, I mean Texas, you yeah. know. But uh, it was uh, it was just so fun, and we spent probably an hour and a half just sitting in there, sitting at the bar, having drinks. So good. Big recommendation there from the guy at Whitehorse. I don't know his name, but uh, it was a super fun bar too. So this uh, concludes our Austin tourism yeah discussion unless you have anything else you want to unpack about that trip the swimming hole was unreal oh yeah <laughs> that should be the last thing yeah if, uh and i wouldn't have found it like i guess if i had looked at like things to do in austin but i didn't really but it was uh it was ross like one of the the two guys that uh owns the austin winery after we had went we we went and did a vineyard tour and everything with them and afterwards we we're like hey we've got a couple days where we just want to chill and do something and he was like one of the most iconic like austin quote unquote things to do that's like a cultural thing here is go to the barton springs and he did not lie like that that place was was super cool shout Uh, out to those guys with that crazy homemade ghetto blaster (laughs) oh yeah that was on the other side of the fence the free part and i mean shout out because you had to shout over it that's how loud it was yeah (laughs) So this place is like a, a, a spring, like a river that's like dammed off with like cement. And so it's all spring water, but uh, like it's it's kind of like a, a town park. So you pay like the five or 10 bucks to get in and like you're within the fenced part of it that's like nice and kind of swimming pool like with diving boards and everything into spring water. Everybody's just like sunbathing, hanging out, like smoking weed, drinking, what just having a good summertime. And then there's the fence to the other part that's not <laughs> dammed off. And that's where everybody has their like way too loud ghetto blasters and like <laughs> grungy dogs. And I was like, how do I get over there, man? Yeah. I was like, 
Those dogs look mildly aggressive, but I would still pet them. <laughs> Thirteen out of ten would pet. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, it was it was, that was a fun little spot. Nice, nice uh, hungover thing to do with a couple beers and just hanging out late morning, early afternoon before brunch. All right. Well, I guess we're caught up on this. I thought we'd maybe talk about a few other things, but I feel like maybe we. Uh, Let's wrap it well there. Wrap it there, and we've got a lot of other. We're pushing topics. forty minutes, so yeah. let's. Uh, lots of other stuff. We're gonna, like we said, we're gonna come back with lots more uh, episodes, lot, lots more content. So um, don't worry, you won't miss us anymore. There'll be less than a what <laughs> six month gap between episodes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Hopefully, you're all still listening. We only had one Simpsons reference today, though. I think <laughs> that's good. We're we're, we're, we're lacking. Like we said, we're rusty. <laughs> yeah. We're rusty. <laughs> We're forgetting names of people and Simpsons references. (laughs) I don't even know us anymore. (laughs) All right, man. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Catch you on the next one.